Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> you say anything? Oh, I thought you were doing a test. I am. Sorry, Ron. My high anxiety has me flatulent. Yes, that was the test. We paused to make sure it came through. And yes. It came uh, through loud and clear. Yes. <laughs> Keith's ass is uh, our third member tonight. <laughs> How are you doing, Keith's ass? I don't have that much in me to <laughs> just lead a full conversation. Sorry. You want me to ask you a few questions? <laughs> Why? You feel let like me, you're. Let me ask you something. Yeah, you, you feel like you're going to put up a stink? <laughs> In other butt puns. <laughs> Keep it rolling. Those are all from Ace Ventura. <laughs> Welcome, people, to the Cheesy Chicken Podcast. It's been a couple of weeks, and um, I feel like we haven't been we haven't been pushing them out these days. But we really haven't had many other guests. I just pushed one out a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said it, and you knocked it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how you been though? Like besides that, the little breaks we've had. I mean, pretty good. Just upset with the world in general. Yeah. All right, everyone. That was the cheesy Wait. chicken. <laughs> oh, we live in a tourist town, so you know how that is. Oh, yes. Mass holes up the ass. And we actually, we just came up with a New Hampshire one on the way here from, uh, we went to Hannaford's. Back. Hannaford's. And on the way back. We got any people that live out west or something that listen to this that wouldn't know what a Hannaford's is? Probably. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> for, was it for our Florida people, a Piggly Wiggly, a Winn-Dixie, or a Publix? <laughs> yeah, Publix. That's the one I know. Yeah. Yeah. Publix. I don't know how many videos I've seen of people running their cars through the front of Publix. Because <laughs> whenever you see that through a grocery store, you look, it's always Publix. The th- well, it's Florida. That's why. Uh, the thing that I hate is that they carry your gro- they try to carry your groceries for you. Wait, to the car? Yep, at Publix. That's like their thing. So when a 70-year-old woman bags your groceries for you, <laughs> she tries to carry them for you. It's really fucking awkward. Yeah, that's, uh, I just tell them no. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like what, I'm all set. What was that? Oh, it was a TV. It was like a like one of those reality shows, and it was a bunch of celebrities hiking up this mountain in uh, like South America or something like that. And there was snow on the top, and uh, oh, what's his face? Stevo was one of them, and he like hurt his ankle. He's become a super asshole. So he got like this old, like halfway up. There's people obviously hiking with them. Um, uh, Chuck Liddell was one of them. The fighter. There's a whole bunch of guys. But he like paid this old man to carry his stuff up the mountain for him. Like oh, a certain was it was it a um, an indigenous person? What do you mean? The old man was it somebody that like lived there? Where were they? Oh no, there was like someone that was like walking up with them. Oh okay, I was uh, gonna say it wasn't a Sherpa. I don't know what a Sherpa is. I've it's heard the, the, the guides that take people up into the mountains, like in the Himalayas and stuff. Uh, no, no, he was he was kind of with them, like he was part of the like he was a part of the show, but he was just like a, I don't know. Either way, Steve was being a dick, and he had someone else carry his shit for a little while. He paid him, though, right? I think so. I don't think that's a dick. Yeah. I mean, your dad hiked for three days with a broken ankle. No, no, no. That was just one day. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was like... Uh, see, that story sucks now. No, no. What happened was we went up... We, Me and him were doing a three-day, two nights up Mount Washington and back. And we got to the top of Mount Washington, and they have that little restaurant. And he got a coffee. And he's walking on flat pavement, and I'm behind him. And one of the funniest things I've ever seen was him roll his ankle, throw his coffee up in the air, and just fall to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) We've just been hiking for hours, and yeah, flat pavement really took him out. And he managed to hike back down to our campground 
It took forever, but he did it. See, my interp- what I heard that story the first time, it was you guys went on a three-day hike, and I thought he broke his ankle like right when you got there, and he just did the whole thing anyways. No, no, no. It was the second day near the end, like when we got to the top, broke it, walked down to the campsite. He went to sleep at like 6 o'clock, slept all the way through the night, and then the next morning there was someone else that actually helped carry his shit. So he just like hobbled his way out from the campsite to the car. Well, now I'm just which dis- takes a few hours. No, it's not no, a small. I'm just disappointed. He still it was a lot cooler the other way. <laughs> like he did, yeah. He started from the bottom. He said, "Fuck it." He's like a modern day Hugh Glass, the guy who got mauled by the bear and crawled 200 miles to yes Fort Kyle. What movie is that? Um, well, they made a bunch. Of, there's been a bunch of movies. Uh, you're, you're talking about uh, the Revenant. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah, and now he's uh he is what he's doing. Yep. During my little comedy. I, say, I, don't, I don't know if we need to give any more time in the show to what your dad does. Yeah. We talk about it a lot. Well, I I had my comedy show recently and it was terrible. I was going to bring that up. I was going to I already know how it went, but I was going to ask you how it went for, yeah, the, for the people's. I choked hardcore. I sped up your horse, everything. Your your voice still sounds hoarse right now, so No, I if can it's tell. if it's hoarse, it's from the tournament. I got choked pretty good. Um, yeah. Oh, that that, was... the S and M tournament down in uh, down in Mass. The S and M. Just kidding. What is that supposed to stand for? I'm just for? kidding. All the kinky shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got pretty good. I got beaten up for in the first match, but um, I thought you won one, lost one. I lost my first one, then I won one. But the the comedy show, I just I choked. I said everything way too fast. I skipped pieces unintentionally. And then it was over. So you just tanked. It completely. was just way. It was over way faster than I needed it to be. But the reason I'm mentioning it is, um, one of my jokes was I think I told you. Yeah. Is everyone? I thought it was going to be your closer. It kind of was that one, and my mom was the ender. Probably everyone here, put your hands up. Everyone and everyone has their hands up with me. Yeah, like all you right. Hope. Now keep your hands up if your father has an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone put their hands down but me. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So I'm adding um I I have to modify it. So I my biggest problem was I went up there too scared. Which some people are like it's a good thing. You should be nervous. I went up there nervous. I feel like if I did it again, it would be better. I have some other things I'm going to add and modify the jokes cuz that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to even have open mic nights where it's not like a show like that where you can actually practice your stuff you can go there every week and just you're gonna see the same joke over and over and again it's totally okay if you bomb but yeah well i've some of the comedians that go there they bomb most of the time and whatever and some of them are great but um at this show i felt like it was a real show like i had to perform but i never i didn't have any nothing to practice any you, of the stuff you've performed many times in front of crowds Ron. that's a different just, it's different no, just think about it as music man it's not the same just make really funny faces, like just put your tongue out every once in a while. Yeah, but see when I'm playing bite music, your bottom lip, that, all that shit you do while you're playing bass. Yeah, yeah, it's, it was. I was very disappointed. I wish I could have a mulligan on it and do it again, but you do have a mulligan on it. Well, it's hard right now. There's no open mics. Well, I, there's I, nobody hiring people to do it. You know what I mean? Like that was obviously I didn't get paid. I'm selling like that are doing need comedians for shows that are unexperienced like me. So so here's the thing. So you could go next week, right? And all the same people could be there and it'll be like having a mulligan because nobody people's attention spans are so fucking short now anyways. Nobody cares. Yeah. You know, I tell I tell uh I tell people that when they have like anxiety about having to do things in front of people. It's like 
why do you care? Nobody else does. Those other people, like, what do you care? Why do you care what those people think? You don't know them. You don't have to go home with them or anything like that. That's what I need to do. And the crowd was just a, like. You said that. You said that they were a rough crowd anyway. It was rough. The last guy got the most laughs. He was hilarious. And one problem I had too is, which like just intimidated me, is when I was up there, I didn't hear anyone say a damn thing. I couldn't even hear my own mic because, and like everyone said, I was really, really loud, but I couldn't tell because I couldn't hear it that well. There's no monitors for me. I'm not saying you need one. I just, you know, I'm an experience. I didn't know. And I couldn't hear a single laugh. Some people are like, yeah, there was people laughing, but up there, I heard nothing. It was crickets. So it was like, oh shit. So then I oh, speed the blood up. blood rushing in your oh, head. My Man. mouth got, got cotton mouth so bad. I'm near the end like, so uh, whose dad has an OnlyFans? And it's something stupid. It was just, I choked big time. And, and with uh, all the weight you, you lost know what for your tournament, so... you just look like a tweaker. Do you, I lost stage. a lot of weight for it. Do you know what was the worst part? It wasn't even bombing on stage. It's when you have guys like Anthony Knight and Matt Pilar and there had to have been someone else where they're coming over and they're patting you on the back. Telling you it's okay. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) And they're on there. They're telling me what I should have done. You know what I mean? And it's just, oh, man. And you have everyone watching. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I wasn't there. I would have just slapped you in the nuts and been like, better better luck next time. Yeah, it was just, like, obviously they were just trying to be nice and helping. But... Like the weakest bong rip I've ever seen. Yeah, I know, right? Let me hit it again. Hold on, let me hit it again. Ready? You're not supposed to drink the bong water. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> Do you like this cup? Oh, uh, I've no. been bringing it everywhere. It's offensive. To what? My senses. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been bringing it everywhere. Was that purchased for the use at your... Uh, your wife's 90s birthday party no i've been having that for i had that for a while um but then there was the i told myself in the beginning of the week i'm like being you know i was just trying to joke around with myself to make it you know not that bad i'm like what's the worst that could happen this week i bomb at my show and then i get my ass kicked at the tournament i bombed at the show i lose 30 pounds for this tournament i get there i weigh in at 153 so i'm under which is great um First match, got my ass kicked. So now I'm thinking, fuck, I bombed on my comedy show. And so I did you lose by points or did you get tapped out? I got tapped. He snuck on my back and he freaking... So what he did is he had me, for people who know and people who don't, it's a rear naked choke. So he had me on my back. I feel like if... I think that's the one that like everybody knows. Yeah. So, but he didn't have me so much as a choke. He had me on my chin. Yep. So my face was down here like this. You can actually still see the mark. See that? Uh, where is it? Oh, yeah. The scabs thing? Yeah, that's weird. He had me here on my chin, and he was putting so much pressure, I can still feel the muscle in my becker, that my own chin was digging into my arm. And it was a big scab earlier. So, like, I thought, like, that's... And he crushed my throat. The next day, I was like this. Like, it it got me for a little while. And, like you said, you can still hear it a little bit. A little raspy. I wish I was there. I'd never seen anybody tap you out. Yeah, it's... it's, It was... Was Was it humbling? Yeah, it opens your eyes a little bit. And I'm, like Cameron said, he goes, you were controlling the first three quarters of that. It was just a slip. I made a mistake. You know what I mean? That's all it That's was. That's all it takes. And uh, so I did my second match, and I won that one. I, like, got the guy. I was on top. And then right when they said, like, go for a certain thing, I knew exactly what I was going to do, and it worked. Got him in something called Americana. Slick, snuck my hand right under his you, head. That's how you won your next match? Americana? Yeah. 
You know what that is? No, no. Yeah, but I'm just surprised because that's like all you talked about for the first, like the last two months was the Americana. And I the Americana do it. That's was like, like that's you like just my go to mask. fucking Starbucks. <laughs> get but the thing is, is, I don't know many moves. You know what I mean? I don't know much. And obviously, the people who are gonna listen, Denny, or I'm sorry, the people who are listening, they've probably heard me talk about the goddamn comedy show and jujitsu shit for the last month and a half over and over again. Yep. But. No, it was, it was cool. But, like, that's... I don't know many moves and stuff. Um, and that's the one I know I can do if I get I'm decent at it. And I, I think... Have I showed you even the video? You've seen the video of the mm-hmm. one, right? Um, I hated your outfit, by the way. I wore it again today. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was... It's just... It's uncomfortable yeah, to see. The spat top and... Or, no, the rash guard shirt and spats, tights. You look like a really horrible Power Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you look like a bulimic, like a bulimic Power Ranger. I'll leave it alone. It it looked like the Power Rangers were trying to be (laughs) all-inclusive. And they were. Um, But no, it was a good time. Having that win at the end was good. I should have won my first one. Cam said I was controlling it the whole time. He goes, it's just a stupid mistake. And Black Dan, Dan Luttrell, you know, yeah. Luttrell, whatever you want to say his last name, he came out on fucking fire. He beat the first guy, and it was his first tournament win. He's a fiery kid. Dude, it was fucking awesome. And then the second one, he came out again, and I, even their coach was saying, I thought you had him. He was in, like in a guillotine. He was choking him, standing up, and I don't know what happened. It just, something went south, and over... Over the time, because it took a little while, eventually uh, got tapped, but he was just like, Fuck. Who the hell is this guy? He was on fire with it. So it was awesome. And congrats to him. There was only three people in his uh three people in his weight class, but he came in second. He got his silver medal. So Oh good. Yeah. So he gets to hang it in the, the shed. Oh, that's the the place that you go to? Yeah. But next day I gained twelve pounds. <laughs> Literally? No. Literally, yeah. By the next sun the Sunday the next day I was freaking uh, walking at sixty five or so. Um but there is, I heard there's another one. Dan posted that there's another jiu-jitsu tournament in New England in uh, November, November 6th. They just don't know where exactly yet. So, guess what I'll be doing? Buying tickets to go see the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You going to lose the weight all over again? Uh, we we, well, go into, we go into the well, sauna the thing again? Is, is, yeah, I'm going to be going there anyway. But I'm, I'm at like 166 pounds right now. I'm not at 183 pounds. You know, out of shape. Was, it was an accomplishment. 30 pounds in fucking six weeks. With a, no, 30 pounds in seven weeks with a 10 day Florida vacation in the middle. <laughs> You're still not graduation skinny, though. No, no. I was like, like those pictures, pounds. those pictures of us in graduation. You looked yeah. ill. Yeah, I know. They were really bad. Like you look like you just got pulled out of a friggin' cage in the Viet Cong- in the Vietnamese jungle. <laughs> like you've been there for five years, being fed nothing but rats and a handful I, of rice. I was never in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Grenada. Yeah, I was never in Los Angeles. I've been making that up. Uh. <laughs> you spent one year in Vietnam. <laughs> That's all it took. <laughs> like forty years after the war. <laughs> like, yeah. I was the fat guy there. It was really weird. <laughs> they body shamed me often. Sorry. Um No, so I'm I'm glad I didn't take the day off to go see your comedy show. I don't think you would have wanted me no, there. No, I didn't want to. I would have made I would have made it worse. Of course, afterwards I heard a, I heard <laughs> something where like if you have a first couple shows, you shouldn't invite family and friends. I've heard it makes that. it hard. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. 
heard that fucking after. <laughs> had a bunch of people there. Paula and Matt got picked on. It was funny because Paula was sitting with us, and like in the far corner was Matt and Anthony and uh, Nick Baker. And so they're like, "Oh, who's your son?" And they were talking to me because I was right next to her. Right? And she's like, "No, my son's over there." <laughs> and then of course the comedian's just shitting on Matt, like you don't want anything to do with your mother. And it was a good time. But see, I think that's I, I'd like to give it a try, and I hope if I can keep my composure, that's what I want. I want to I want a crowd riff. I want to. Yeah, the guys. That's a lot of you did that. I should have, but I just I do that. Got up It's pretty show. much all I do in real life, anyways. Like that's all I do at work. Yeah, is just riff on the people that come into the restaurant. Oh, they yeah. can't hear me, but <laughs> oh yeah, some of them are just like Ian Stewart. He's another comedian. He was on the show too. He's so good at that, picking people out of the crowd. He's always like, this group here looks excited. That group over there just looked like they just got done playing Dungeons and Dragons. And you look over and it just looks like, you know, some of the groups we know. I've only been, uh, I've only ever been picked out of a crowd once. And that was when I lived in Florida. And it's myself, Haley, her mother and her stepfather. We were at a rodeo and the fucking rodeo clown has a microphone. (laughs) And out of like 3000 people in this little stadium thing, just points right at me. And says to, and he starts talking to Haley. He's like, "Ma'am, look out! There's a Sasquatch next to you, or something like that." Like, just picks me right out of this giant crowd. I was, I was happy about it, but you know, Haley. Oh yeah, uncomfortable. Oh, wicked. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking funny. That's good stuff. But yeah, I'm gonna do it again. I, I, James sent me a message to James DeBerge. Thank you, James DeBerge, for giving me the opportunity even to do it. Um, he said he might want me again in like August. So I got a lot of work to do. So is there any word on when they're going to start doing open mics again? Or? I'm asking everywhere and there's nothing. Oh, when it comes back up, let me know. Yeah, we'll do I it. I don't think I would want to go in first time doing like what you did. I'd want to go to an open mic or something. No, you don't want to do what I did. It's terrifying. You want to go to a small No, we're about mic. the terrifying part. I just, even if I'm going to bomb, I don't want to waste people's time. They came there for a real yeah, show. Yeah, they paid to go see the right. show. Right, they're not sitting at a bar and just there on mm-hmm. open mic night. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there's a difference. So like oh no there was that's I felt the same thing I noticed that. I'm like these people are paying to be here I, know, I gotta be funny I know it what it's like hard. to be disappointed remember when we went and saw Stained how horrible yes. that was yeah except if, for the opening act yeah. but you know we if didn't you, pay if to you see you listen them. to the last episode we had with Chris Taylor listen to it it is fucking awesome don't get me wrong Stained has some good music and everything but as as far as a live show goes yeah that was horrendous if you had I, an, why the fuck did I pay money to go see that well we got to see Vegas Temper it yeah. was worth the money there yeah that's worth it right there. Um, but like if he had an excuse like, oh, hey, maybe I broke my leg and I can't get off this stool. This is how I have to perform. That's fine. He didn't have broken legs. He was lazy as fuck. This is Portland. Nobody cares. But yeah, it was it was a pain in the ass. The thing is, I'm going to be like, if I ever go up, I'll be like Robin Williams. I'm going to sweat a lot. And I'm going to need a <laughs> lot of bottles of water on my stool. He does. What, when yeah. was that? That was Robin Williams. Live on Broadway. Live on Broadway. I mean, all of his stand-up shows, he was like that. He yeah. was, I mean, you see how hairy he was. Oh, yeah. He was a little gorilla. Yeah. But uh, I I sweat. I sweat, you know, getting up off the toilet. So I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah. I'll, I will be moist. And maybe I should just uh, incorporate that somehow. Yeah. Just f- wipe my forehead and flick the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> No, you say no. you're worried about your sweating and stuff. If you game and did one of the recla- uh, recon jujitsu classes, like everyone sweats there. It is gross. So I'm pretty sure you'll fit right in. It's like that Greek oil wrestling. You, basically, yeah. You're just self-oiling. It's pretty gross. Yum. Like there was a guy there. Um, I can't remember his name, but me and him, we wrestled around a few times. He, 
Like I get there, he was already there. He was already there for like a few hours. And I look in, his shirt is the only dry part was like down by the waist. (laughs) Everything else was just dark from sweat. And then I had to wrestle with him. I know I've told you the story before, but uh, when I worked in Florida, that's like all I did the whole time I was there. I just sweat for a year and a half. Um, we were on this one job site and we were, cl- we were doing a clean out, which, uh, mo- a lot of the stuff wasn't going to get sold. It was just going to get put in the dumpster. And I found a measuring cup, like a three cup measuring cup. And I just, I, my, all my friends at work, they all thought it was disgusting how much I sweat. So I took my shirt off and I was like, guys, and I rang it out over the measuring cup. I filled it with like two and a half cups of sweat. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Brian disgusting. like started dry heaving over in the corner. <laughs> That's when you drink it in front of them and really scare them. We'd get back to the uh, the auction hall, and one of the um, he didn't really work there. He was just one of the he was like a part owner. He, his money was tied up into the auction hall, and uh, he used to always make comments about my sweatiness. He'd you know make little stabs at me or whatever. So uh, the week I was gonna move back to Maine, I we had a particularly hot day. I sweat my ass off. I took my shirt off my work shirt, put it in a grocery bag and stuck it under the seat of his car. <laughs> he came in the next day. He's like, a whole ride home. All he is fucking smell your ass. <laughs> he's getting all mad. Uh, he's like, and I can still smell what I got when I'm my way here today. And I, and I waited like a few days and then I told him he's so pissed. Yeah, that's no, 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 no. I didn't tell him. His wife found it. Yeah. And was like, what the fuck? She got yeah. so mad. But that's disgusting. Has that been recording this whole time? Is that why you just unplugged it? No, no, no. I just, I, the wire bending. I always think I should have unplugged it. You know what I mean? Just how wires are. Something stupid. That's just me. Don't let that distract you. I'll be nice. I'll, I'll do the appropriate thing. I'll clear my firearm while it sits on the table. Where was I seeing that? It was a video on like gun mistakes. And it was um, showing like one person. It was a girl. She's shooting, shooting. And then a, one of the shells came out and it went down her shirt. Yep. And she handled it right. You know what I mean? She's yep. It's hot, whatever. And then there was one guy. He's shooting in a range, and the thing came back and hit him, and he's, like, trying to deal with it. And he ends up shooting himself through the mouth on both sides of his cheeks. I'm like, that's fucking... No, you got to have your composure. Yeah. I've had I've had bees land on me and shit while I was shooting. And oh. you have to, like, yeah, you got to ch- chill out for a second. I've had that one mistake with you. When I was trying to figure why it wasn't going, it wasn't shooting. Oh, and you like double tapped, right? Yeah, I went like this. And as I'm doing, I did this to look at it. And I was, I think I was still in the motion of like, cause I was just trying, trying, trying. It wasn't, I think I was still in the motion. I did this and it went off. And that's what's terrifying about it. It's it's easy to make mistakes and it's not just amateurs that make mistakes. Professionals make mistakes. I've seen videos of cops shooting themselves in the leg, like, you know, and they, they shoot thousands of rounds. Yeah. Some, some do mainly the cops in like new york and i'm just kidding yeah <laughs> yeah they're shooting rounds. they're not even at you know the streets um but no it is an easy thing to make a mistake with i mean but that's part of it you can make a mistake every time you get in your car you can make a mistake every time you cook a meal in your house and burn your whole house down you know so it's happened not to me i'm assuming not to you you've had gun mistakes yeah do you want to talk about that one no okay <laughs> I figured I'd try. No, we'll leave that alone. That is for a later show. Um, when the people's house that you were in, they die? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave that alone. I'm sure it would be fine at this point. What, what yeah, are they going to do? We're going to kick you out? Uh, <laughs> I think it would be fine. 
Uh, you just want me to tell the story. It would be fine. <laughs> you just want it would be it. fine. Nobody listens anyways. Listen, our numbers have dropped. How about I tell the story but leave out the names? Can I just say the names? No, we'll just, let this me just leave. Right, so it was hunting season. And <laughs> uh, I had been out hunting the day before. I put my, my gun back. I had everything all set, ready for, I was going to get up at like three in the morning. Um, I didn't sleep much. I got up and I noticed that the, um, the cocking piece on my rifle was an old World War II British Enfield. Uh, I noticed that the cocking piece was like halfway pulled back. It wasn't fully forward in like a safe position. And so I was like, oh, I can't be walking around with it like that. And there were rounds in it, you know. Um, so I went to, I picked it up, I aimed it at the ground, at the floor, and I went to go and like pull back on it so I could let it forward. And it's, I pulled back a tiny bit and it slipped out of my fingers and flew forward and discharged the rifle through the bed frame (laughs) into the floor. The bullet, uh, ricocheted from the floor and just skipped under the carpet. It left this like line under the carpet all the way out into the living room and then just embedded itself in the floor with this big lump, like this big bulge in the middle of the floor. Yeah. I, nobody was home. Like nobody was home that, that day. Um, I ran around the house looking for pain, the dog to make sure he was all right. Like I was, I was like in my head, I'm just like, I just fucking killed somebody or something. But, if you know who we are, you've put the puzzle pieces yeah. together. <laughs> but it was a it was an it was an accidental discharge. It was uh I've never made that mistake again. Now now when I've had something like that, I uh typically um compl- instead of I don't play with them if they're loaded. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. try to fix something or whatever while they're loaded. I learned my I learned from my mistake. Yeah. I think I was only like what, twenty 20 or 21 when that happened yeah you were young you were a child yep so that's crazy but and the thing is you know there's probably a lot of people out there that also make firearms mistakes and then never tell anybody about it mm-hmm. so do you have any other mistakes no that's literally it i you know i've spent most of my time correcting other people's mistakes <laughs> stopping other people from making mistakes yeah you getting, know what? getting drunk phone calls in the middle of the night somebody saying i won't say names on this one but somebody saying uh you know, Keith, I racked around in my rifle. How do I get it out <laughs> while they're drunk? I'm like, you don't. You just go put it in your room in a corner and call me in the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but that's freaking funny. I was just thinking when we went shooting, and then there was that murderer that was down there. Oh, the one that chopped either up his... murderer or the suicidal guy. Both, I think. I think who he really is was... just a juggler. He was a he, musician. He played like uh, the. You violin go, or yeah. something like that yeah fiddle he's a fiddle player who juggles and uses stilts yeah and then he had that cap on the top of his car where his girlfriend was trapped up it's what we thought yeah we know it was just a weird situation we went i took you to that pit and this guy just pulls in in a uh an old wagon. Uh, station wagon yeah woody fake woody station wagon and he hasn't this is a pit you actually have to drive down this really shitty dirt road to get to and the guy had no reason to be there he's like oh what did he say I'm just driving around contemplating life. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. And it just sounded weird. And then so we kind of like, we ended up setting aside what we were doing and just talked. Remember we talked to him and then we brought him down to the restaurant. and. Well, no. The thing, you don't remember? That was the place where I fucked up that gunshot. But your guns were loaded on the back of your freaking truck or whatever. You had your boss's truck, right? 
Yeah. And then you guys, you and Haley are shooting, and he's over here just talking to me, and he goes to pick up one of your guns. And I just go, oh, whoa, whoa, he's, you know, he's weird about people picking up his guns that he doesn't know. Like, I played it off. Which isn't, no, you didn't have to play it off, that's true. No, but that's, I wouldn't want that's to not the reason shit. I was saying it. Right. <laughs> I was thinking he's either going to shoot me or shoot himself, and that's how this is going to go. That would suck. Yeah. Just blow, oh yeah, if he shot me, that would have really, That would have no. been a lot of red tape. There would have been some real contemplation. It was a sand pit. There would have been some real contemplation about oh, yeah. just getting rid of his body and leaving. That's true. We could have sh- we could have shoveled him in. Yeah, I don't. And just they could just find his car. Yeah. Yep. You think that would have been contemplated? If he shot himself in the face with your gun. I think about these things from time to time. Those kinds of things cross think my mind. Think of how Haley would have been. She would have well, lost her mind too. You don't know that. She's first. She one had there. to hand. She had to hand a firearm. My one of my guns over to a cop once, loaded. Yeah, she wasn't no. shitting her pants. No, it was her first interaction with a cop. Yeah, ever, twenty like twenty eight, and she never had any interaction with a police officer ever. The first one handing a loaded firearm <laughs> to him out the window of the car. Yeah. So now we look around. He's dead, and then she looks. She already has the saw. Out. <laughs> I think I think about stuff like that. I think about like in certain situations, would I just immediately call and report things? Because you see how things go down. People get fucked all the time. You know, it wasn't them, and but you know, oh, that's what it looks like. And then they end up doing like twenty five years in prison because, you know, when uh we were driving up the road up to Bridgeton one time, and there was a guy. I didn't see him until the last minute. There's a guy walking on the side of the road wearing like full dark camo and a hood up and dark shoes like at night walking on the side of the road no light no flashlight no cell phone no nothing if so i always tell myself if i hit him am i going to do the courtesy of going back and checking on him and making sure that's all right and going through all that red tape because i hit somebody with my car or am i going to rack it up to don't wear fucking dark colors and walk down the road at night next yeah. right next to the road. That's that's on you. Sorry. I might just keep going. I might not turn around. Yeah, that is weird. So there's a chance that guy takes a gun, blasts himself in the face, and then there's a solid chance we're burying him in the sandpit. I just I'd I I can't say I wouldn't think about it first. We couldn't touch his car, that's for sure. No, that's what I mean. I, I think I'd have to think about it first. Yeah. I think I, be I don't a lot I, of cleaning I, up. I don't think there would be an immediate like uh you know, oh yeah, let's just call the cops and say that this guy came along and shot himself with my gun, and I don't know him. Yeah, that's gonna that looks real good. Yeah, like well, he's been drinking. He had alcohol in his system. Well, there, well there's the other thing is I got the next year tied up in fucking court and everything yeah. else. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, lost your job because he, of it. And... Somebody wanted to make you know play, and that was his choice. He, he left us with a mess. This is all hypothetical. Of course, you know he's no longer with us. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> He does still post stuff once in a while. I, yeah. What was his name? Was David it? Talmadge. David. Yeah. Um, I, I used to listen to this radio. I think we talked about this once before. When I, th- I said we should do this, uh, the radio show where they do a, um, a voice synthesizer or whatever. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The uh, <clears throat> I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name and for it. And people come on and tell them like their most fucked up stories without mm-hmm. any kind of, without names, like without their own names and everything. Just, and this one guy. Harmonizer. Harmonizer. And this guy came on and told this full story about how he legit was like a minute away from premeditated murder and getting rid of a body. And then at the very last minute decided not to some guy, some, he had borrowed money from some like loan shark or whatever, and he didn't pay it back immediately. And the guy came into his mother's hair salon and threatened his mother 
and was like gonna tell said he was gonna kill her if her son didn't pay and everything and this guy the the dude was wicked rip shit so he had this whole plan he went out in the um on the highway at night and popped his own tire on his car and took that time to go in you know like the me- middle median strips where it's like a big thing of woods sometimes yeah right in the middle of one of those he says he he dug a hole and then went back, fixed his tire, and then he, his whole thing he was going to do was he was going to kill this guy, stuff him in his trunk, and then take him back there and do the whole thing over again. But just bury the guy in the middle of the highway on one of those big grassy yeah. wooded strips. Like, who would think to look there for a body? Yeah, nobody would. But he said he, he, he was there. He was, like, across the street from the guy's house with a gun, like, ready to do it. And then mm-hmm. the very last second he decided not to. But it was a really cool segment. Like, people That's would just come idea. on and people would come on and just tell these crazy stories. Yeah, now we know what to do. Yeah, now nah, I'm a fan of pigs. Pigs are open graves. Wait, what? For getting rid of a body. Oh, you want pigs? Yeah, pigs. Pigs Pigs work. Yeah. Just have to shave the hair and pull out the teeth. That's a good idea. Teeth don't digest. Neither does hair. But anyways. or uh, So we're going to shave a dead body and then pull his teeth out? Yeah. So I'll do the shaving. I don't want to pull the teeth out. I'll pull the teeth. Fuck it. All right, cool. <laughs> um, you ever hear the open grave thing, though? No, no. So they always dig graves six feet, pretty much. You go to a, you find yourself a cemetery with an open grave because there's going to be a funeral the next day. They usually dig it the day before. You dig the hole three feet deeper. So oh, nine yes. feet. Yeah. Put the body in there, cover it over, tamp it down. They're going to put another person's body over it. Yeah, Nobody's no, ever no, going to no. dig underneath there. Nope. You know how many people probably have bodies underneath their bodies? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether it's true or not, but Pepe used to tell me that, like, the Italian mob that was in New Hampshire owned, like, the cementing business. So, like, when you're building bridges and everything else are made of concrete, that they would just throw bodies within everything. So, like, they're inside the bridges and all that shit. Yeah, somebody told me that about uh, down by the Deering Oaks in Portland Park down there, that there's, like, these two big concrete pillars on on either side of the road and my father used to tell me that there was a dude in one of those yeah i've heard that with the other thing bridges in new hampshire and shit that'd be crazy yeah my suggestion is if you ever have to like build a deck or anything like that or pour a concrete pad go to your local halloween store and buy one of those fake skeletons and put it in there before you put the pad down so that you know 50 years from now when somebody has to fix it or pulls it up that just becomes this whole thing (laughs) (laughs) that's good yeah. I I used to draw. Um, we'd uh, we'd put uh, carpet down, or we would do carpet cleaning. Or when I was a painter, we'd do some carpet stuff also. And if we ever pulled like wallpaper off and put stuff back up, um, I would draw shit like pentagrams and you know demonic shit or whatever, and just just leaving it for the next guy <laughs> to find. A couple there, of years. There's something at the rank um, behind under the scorekeepers uh, table at the at the whatever. Underneath the rubber right there, apparently someone drew a nice big fo- like picture of me in something. Something it's me and it's a fucked up picture and everyone says it's amazing. And I'm not allowed to look at it until the next time we take the uh, get new boards, take the benches all apart. That's what I'm allowed to look at. I got a solid 15 years from now. <laughs> I'm allowed to actually see Just it. go pull that shit up. I don't want to. I want to live up to the. I want it to be there. You know what I mean? Didn't I you just be... tell me that you were. You, am I allowed to talk about, you know, other potentials for you in your uh, future? I don't know. Not yeah. yet. All right. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work out, by the way. Oh. No, the, the money thing was a uh, miscommunication. Oh, it went okay. from telling me that oh, I'll be making a lot more money to, oh, well. Uh, 
Yeah, that's how. I don't you know. won't be making any money. <laughs> I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm hoping because the idea is really, really there. Um, I thought about asking for a raise the other day. Ooh, how'd that go? I, I said I thought about it. I haven't really done it yet. Just like it's just we've them. been doing. We've been. We're doing twice as we twice as much as we've ever had, and it's just been really hard and stressful. Yeah. And I've been there long enough that I think I can maybe get away with it. No, I wanted like this thing. I'm not shitting on it at all. I the idea is great. I want to do it so bad, but right now I can't. There, money wise, there's a lot of upside to it, but money wise, I can't go anywhere but up. That has to happen. It's gonna be hard, but and I'm pretty sure the guy that I'm the boss now of that whole thing listens to the show. So <laughs> if you're listening, I want my fucking money. No, give it's, me the money, Brian. <laughs> Yeah, picking my poop, Brian. Um, no, it's 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 if it happens, it's gonna be a lot of fun. But if it doesn't, I'm not exactly worried because I'm still at my job. I think you got a pretty solid spot. Yeah, I love your, I love what I'm doing right now. It's just hard because like, all right, if you're gonna get an opportunity to make a significant a lot more money, what are you gonna do? Yeah, my bo- my boss thought I was gonna be leaving the other day. Uh, Chris came along and said that you know his mother works for uh, Native Maine to food distribution company here in, in Maine, obviously. And uh, I guess they're hiring right now, and they upped the pay for their drivers, their delivery drivers, to like 20 bucks an hour. Oh, there you go. And um, they have this like crazy bonus program where if you work there through the summer from until November without calling out and without being late, you get like a $5,000 bonus. That's like fun. Yeah, but uh, you usually have to be there at like 3 in the morning. I'm all set. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that does not it's not conducive to a healthy lifestyle for keith yeah same with this job it's um it's different but i thought i figured it's gonna be a lot of shitty hours so but you have to think of the pros and cons too you know what i mean it'd be a lot of i think it would be a lot of shitty irregular hours mm-hmm. you wouldn't have a really solid schedule mm-hmm. so now you should do what's better for you yeah i'm not worried about it i don't want um the boss who shall not be named to be worried life goes on well, you only have one boss, so he knows who the fuck you're talking about. I don't think he listens. No, you know what? I bet he does. He's seen. You know, he. I think he's got everybody fooled. I bet you. I don't he's know. A fucking genius. That well, no, not even a genius. I bet you, like, boat shoes be damned. I bet you, he's like uh, <laughs> Mister and Mrs. Smith. I bet you, he's got like fucking guns all over the house. Oh yeah. He's just. He's got. You know. He. he the wife is just a front for his drug cartel. Yeah. Like, he just. I don't know. That's why he just bought a pig, is so he can have people. Exactly, he so he can get rid of people. Yeah, he has yeah. a bunch of goats, and now he has a pig. What do you want to bet, dude? He doesn't he drive like a doesn't he drive like one of those like a like a you know a mom car? Oh no no no! He used to have a minivan. Um, he had a minivan like Gustavo Frein. <laughs> he has a nice pickup truck now. Oh, okay, really nice one. Yeah, gotta move more bodies. We gotta move more bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of it that way. Do you know what his dream job is? What's that? He wants to be a janitor at SeaWorld. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not? He says he loves SeaWorld. That's really? his favorite place. He's yeah. a terrible person. Yeah, I tell him that. He goes, he doesn't like thinking about it. You stop ruining it. He loves SeaWorld. He is a, he, I hope I, I don't, I wish you hadn't told me that. <laughs> yeah. That's a horrible place. Yeah, I know, I tell him. Has he watched Blackwater? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I haven't even watched Blackwater, but I know. No? Ooh. I know it's a bad place. <laughs> Ooh, I know you, I know you and Tasha like to watch documentaries. You should watch it. No, yeah, probably will. Because I've heard about it. I just you'll cry. It out. Oh, really? I think so. You think? I mean, I'm going by my own standard, but I did. Yeah, I cry. I've cried during shows. You know which one I cried watching? 
The Andre the Giant documentary. Ooh, that's weird. Well, it was sad, dude. Yeah, it's sad. The guy's life was the sad. The guy was a dick in the ring, though. Yeah, he's no, the correction, he was only a dick if you deserved it. If yeah. you were a little asshole, he treated you like a little yeah, asshole. True. If you were a good person, he treated you like a good person. So, he's uh that was a good one though. Good documentary. I saw that one. That man on the moon documentary too. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. That was so good. Jim Carrey just he's he's the man. I wish he wasn't so I mean, I get what he's at, but I wish he wasn't so like lost right now. Nah, he's just Jim Carrey. Fuck it. Let well, him get him. Well, he's trying to stand up to the Illuminati. The what? Oh, Illuminati. What? Yeah. What's you don't one? watch any of that stuff? No. He's been, like, people think that he's trying to, like, expose all, like, all the celebrities and everything. He he says that we're, they're all just there to distract us from all the real stuff that's going on. And that's the Illuminati. It's this, you know, cult uh, fraternity, this group, like the Masons or whatever, that are controlling everything from behind the curtain. And he says that uh, all all Hollywood and all entertainment is just a distraction to keep us, you know, placid and in line. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised no but he was he he was on like jimmy kimball and he was like talking about this shit and everyone's like uh getting really uncomfortable yeah. and everything commercial but it's hard to tell when he's joking and when he's not yeah you know now what was the whole thing with the masons i don't know what do you mean the, the there's a cult. lot of things with the masons not a cult it's still what around it what is it it's called a fraternity it's just a group like, okay. um, I didn't know. I, I knew it was a thing, but I've you it's know, like I, the Shriners or whatever. They're just they're just a, a group, like a biker um, gang, but of old people. Kind of, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Uh, it's just yeah, it's just another gang, basically. Um, I think I don't know all the requirements. I don't know a whole lot about it, but they've been around for forever. Most of our presidents have been Masons, and they uh, um, influence a lot of things like they but they they don't make decisions it's just people of influence are masons mm-hmm. i don't know i've never been one so it's hard for me to know maybe we should try no nah. i i feel i think we'll you, bring our own pigs i think you i think you have to be <laughs> i think you have to be a, a business owner and you have to have at least a general acknowledgement of a god you have to have some kind of faith. What if I have faith in myself? Huh? That doesn't count. No. How? Why? Why? Even do you though, even to... though you were created in the in the image of God, yeah, it doesn't count. That's weird. Now, fuck. What was I just gonna say? I have. I'm in. I'm trying to start my own business. All right. What are you doing? Yeah. Do you want in? You haven't told me what it is yet. I'm in the business of making money. <laughs> I hate you. You said that a long time ago, and I forgot. And <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been right trying to it start again. it forever. But once I get, when I start making the money, does that count as my own business? True. <laughs> I've thought about getting back into painting for, painting my, for myself, like doing it for myself. Oh, not, you'd make so much money. Maybe. You would. If once you get rolling, you'd make so much money. Too but, bad that other shit, the masonry, didn't work out. Yeah, it would have been fun. Probably would have been more hell on my body than what I'm doing right now, but. Yeah, still, like, when I found out you were doing that, I was just like, that's a Keith oh, job. You said that. But yeah. it is what it is. So what about them transvestites? <laughs> are we going to start on that? Are we going to... You were we, bitching we... about it earlier. Oh, well, I, well, I was bitching, but I was just it's just upsetting. Yeah. Well, So what we're talking about is the... Transvestites, um, well, I didn't mean that. The thing is, it'll probably change. I mean, the Olympics haven't happened yet. It'll It'll probably change, and they might not be able to do it, especially if enough people raise a fuss. Um, 
they're going to allow a trans... I never understood how to say this. It's a transgender woman. So it was a man yeah, and is now a woman, right? Whatever you want to be called, uh, is going to be allowed to compete in women's weightlifting in the Olympics. I feel like any any woman, actual woman with her head on straight, would say, that's not fair. No. Right? They're already doing the weightlifting competitions, and they're breaking records like there's yeah. no tomorrow. Yeah, because, you know, they, they identify. And that, that's fine that you identify. My thing, You know what my thing is? Give them their own league. Do, Thank you. Do a, transgen- do a transgender league or mm-hmm. whatever. Because you just because you say something doesn't make it true. Like, but there is a difference. Uh, Serena Williams, right? One mm-hmm. of the greatest female athletes ever. She said it once. She said it in an interview that I was watching. She said, there are 17-year-old males that would can beat me on their worst day. Like, 17-year-old males because of physical differences. Because yeah. of how, you know what I mean? That quick and, twitch. Right. <laughs> it's a Bill Burr side. Because no matter how you no matter how you put it, no matter how you, you look at it, physically, men are not all men. I mean, fuck, look at you, you tiny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh but you know what I mean, right? Like yeah, there's there's men, there's men out there who, you know, there's plenty of women out there definitely that can outdo me in everything. That's true. Yeah. But even with when you have sex a, with women. But when it comes to people <laughs> trying to be on equal footing and trying to do the same thing, then those I feel like those things need to be, you know, honored. They need to be looked at. No, I said the same thing. I don't care what you do. You do you. You do him. You do she. I don't care. If but I were, when it comes to sports where there's, like you said, a significant difference between men and women, that is crazy. When yeah. they do it in MMA, mixed martial arts, a guy I feel for, trans for I, a woman. I feel like weightlifting is like the epitome of that. Like that's like the ultimate fuck you to everybody it's like if i were a woman who was a female if i was a female weight olympic weight lifter i would boycott the olympics this year or whenever they're going to be doing it i would boycott at least boycott the weightlifting for women yeah and the thing is i'm not saying that people shouldn't be allowed to compete because they're transgender i'm not saying that they shouldn't be able to do what they want to do because of choices they've made in their lives but up until now there was always the men's there's always been the men's leagues and then the women's leagues, right? So now that we have all these new categories, give them their own league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. I've thought the same thing. When it comes to physical sports, you have to keep it separate. Can't be doing that shit. <laughs> Was Ben Shapiro, who I don't always agree with. He's he's very he can be very religious, but some of his views I I enjoy some of his quippy, fast stuff that he says. Somebody said, uh, "Where in?" <laughs> He was at a college and he was talking to students and he was going back and forth with them. And somebody was getting, uh, he was going on about how they were going to let girls in the Boy Scouts. And this girl stood up and said, where in the, where does it say that a girl cannot be, or or where does it say that it's boys only? And he goes in the word boy, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's. And I don't care about that. You could just call it the scouts at that well, point. That, well, that's just, that, yeah. I think that's what they ended up doing. Yeah, that's fine. And that is fine. But it was just really saying that people were just trying to prove a point. It's yeah. like, no, let girls join the Boy Scouts. It's like, well, for one, the Boy Scouts was originally started by a Christian organization. You know what I mean? Like, it's a religious thing. So they don't have to do anything that they want to do. So it just, I don't know. It was uh, All that stuff just really makes me upset. Yeah, and that other thing sucks. 
Religion. And I, I'm just saying, I feel like people are pulling away. People who are trying to push the agenda, the, you know, the transgender. Oh. I don't even want to call it an agenda. It's just, it's what they want, you know? And just like, there's things that I want, so I'll fight for them. I'll push for them. So if you want something, you want to bring as much positive attention to what it is you're trying to accomplish, right? You want to make it more positive so that people will accept it, right? And I feel like they're doing the opposite with this stuff. This stuff, it's like, oh, well, fuck you. Everything's just fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't we don't care what you think. Fuck you. It's like, well, we might care more. We might care about what you want if you were just a little bit more fucking chill about it. You know? Yeah. Let's have a conversation. Exactly. Not, but we can't have a conversation anymore. There is no conversation. No. Especially from people like us. You know, the white, you, 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 no, no, I'm saying you and me, you and me. The white privileged male? Well, the young white privileged male, you and me are the epitome of what is hated in this world right now. Mm -hmm. And if somebody just sat down and actually talked to me for a minute, they'd find out that that you're super uh, racist. I know, right? (laughs) I mean, I tried getting the swastika removed from my forehead, but yeah, um, no, but they would realize that no, I just I feel like everybody should be able to do whatever they want, and but you shouldn't be forcing it down everybody else's throat. Do what you want, but fucking just be quiet about it. Yeah, you know, That's I, hard, I like they do what you want. I like my Second the... Amendment right, right? I like my Second Amendment rights. I like my firearms. I like all that. I like the fact that I can conceal carry in this state. I wouldn't be caught dead. Standing on the steps of the Capitol in Augusta with, with, with a rifle. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Fucking idiots. They're just being dead. What are they doing? Drawing negative attention to their cause. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. It, go, it, goes, it doesn't just happen with the transgender people. It happens with every group who wants to accomplish something. Mm-hmm. You've got people who are want to sit down and have conversations and try to educate people. And then you've got people that literally just want to spit in your face and be like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Just to be that way. Yeah. And I feel, I don't know. Everyone's offended. Everyone's upset. Everyone's angry. And Man. quite honestly, I'm just tired. Dog, I'm just tired. <laughs> dog tired, boss. No, I hear you on all of that. It's just, you you said it. You know what I mean? I could just repeat what you said, but I don't need to. Speaking of tired, tired, we all say that at work now. I got everybody at work doing that. Tired. Tired. Oh, speaking of that person, he's been a dick recently. Again? Yeah, kind of. What's he doing? Do we'll I want to? Do I want to know? Yeah, we'll talk after. Okay. Um. All right. You know what? In the event that he listens to the show, fucking cut the shit. Yeah, cut the shit. Stop, Stop being, being a f- like. Yeah. Grow yeah. up and move on. It's all, well. They did move. <laughs> I know. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. Um. No, more power to them. They've moved. I'm I'm proud about that. But there's just you, you, you hear one side of the stories, but still, it's kind of crazy. Pride, pride shouldn't come into it, Ron. You know what happened when I was a kid? I never used to do my homework. I did my homework once, and you know what Miss Capano said to me when I handed it in, and right. I said, "Look what? Look, I did my homework." She looked right at me, and she goes, "You want me to give you credit for something the rest of the students have been doing the entire fucking time?" I do the same thing with Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie does something he's supposed to be doing, and he'd ask me, are you proud of me? And i say, no, I'm not proud of you for something you should be doing anyways. Oh, you're right. And <laughs> no, that's what people need to hear. Yeah. So when you said you were proud that... No, no, he, no, I oh. take that back. I'm not pr- proud. Okay. I'm, I'm, right. I'm happy to see that they are moved out. I'm happy for, I'm happy for the mom. Yes. <laughs> I'm not... And anyone who listens knows exactly what the fuck yeah, we're exactly. talking about. So no names needed. Um, 
it is getting close to your time. I had some other crap I could talk about, but we'll, we can push we'll all that it, stuff. We'll hit it next time. Yeah, because you have you have shit to do. Oh, might as well say it now. What do you think, Keith, of that movie bracket idea? No, I'm game. That sounds like fun. I, think I feel like we want to get Poland in on that. Poland, we need to. He'd be good. And Matt. um, Matt. I think. I mean, if could, Matt could come over at one point. Yeah, we could have maybe Matt could be the. I want to do like three people and have a narrator. You know what I mean? So we're all here, four people, three can judge. Anyways, it's. I was thinking about themes. Like, yes, we want to do movies, but should we just do like 90s comedy or just 90s movies and we'll have like two sides, like action, comedy. We'll build them up to the center and we'll see what the ultimate movie was. Sure. And then, so think of some movies we can use. And obviously when you hear these lists of movies, they're not all, not all the movies you're going to think of are going to be on this. It's just going to be common movies. You know what I mean? Ones we think of and we'll go from there. And people... After that one, if there's a movie you think we missed, let us know. Nobody ever lets me know anything anymore. I don't know. They didn't let me before, but... It's all right. Yeah. We do this for us, I think. I, it, at this point, yes. One of us gets to listen to this after the other one dies. That's yes. what this is about. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we can't end it. Right. We've been having little breaks here and there, but this will not end. Right. Because I like these conversations with you, Keith. Oh, K-dubs. Sorry. Yep. You haven't heard that in a while. I know, right? K-dubs. Fuck. All right, all right. everyone. I am Rockin' Ronnie Adams of the Cheesy Chicken Podcast. And I'm K-Dubs. Yeah, with K-Dubs. And we shall see you next time. (laughs) 